0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome into Wake and Take. It's your boy Jason, and we have some football to talk about today. We've got all sorts of news stories that have come out over the weekend that I have not had the chance to break down yet, as yesterday we did a nice Senior Bowl episode. So if you haven't checked that out, go check out yesterday's Senior Bowl recap. But today we're breaking down some of the recent news as usual. So go ahead, take out your coffee, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show all right all right all right welcome in everyone glad to see you this wonderful tuesday morning welcome into the chat harry snowman glad to see you here today we've got some news to talk about and this is going to be news that really happened over the weekend, as well as a little bit of an update on some stuff that happened yesterday. So we'll start things off with the Dan Quinn hire in Washington. He will be the new commander's head coach. This broke over the weekend while I was at the Senior Bowl, so haven't had a chance to talk about it yet. Uh, and I, I've i been going kind of back and forth on it. If I'm going to be honest with you, when I first saw it, I was whelmed, as I like to say. Not necessarily super excited about it, not unexcited about it. I think it's at the very least a solid hire Kind of wanted to see what coordinator they brought in. But my main thought was, I don't know why Dan Quinn took this job. You you rarely you very rarely get a second chance to head coach an NFL team. And the commanders are just not in a good position right now. It's gonna take a lot of work. And of course, he believes in himself, and that's probably why he took it at the end of the day. But I would not want to take a job like this where this is probably your last chance to head coach a football team if you're Dan Quinn. Uh so that was really my big thought. But Cliff Kingsbury being brought in as the offensive coordinator, I think, will help out a ton here. Uh, We know that he failed as a head coach in Arizona, but the offense was still pretty fun to watch, and he's still a good coordinator at the end of the day. And you guys know, that's one of my big beliefs just around the NFL, around coaching, around careers really in general. You don't have to always just take it all the way to the top. If you're good at something just be good at something and cliff kingsbury was a really good coordinator so i'm uh i'm excited for that i think that that's a really good hire it was kind of fun to see that uh magic johnson stepped in to make this happen as as we know uh cliff kingsbury was originally reported as being the raiders uh offensive coordinator and then it comes out that he's actually hired by the commanders more recently uh and and then it comes out that magic johnson kind of put his hand in there to to convince cliff kingsbury to come over to washington so we'll see how it goes. I think ultimately Dan Quinn is a good football coach, if not a very, very good football coach. And what I like about him is kind of just, you know, his leadership. He's one of those rah-rah guys that that's going to fire up the players. Remember his time down in Atlanta, he quickly established the brotherhood and just had this whole players looking after the other players kind of culture established. And I mean, it led them to the Super Bowl, right? And Of course, that was a star-studded offensive staff, especially with Shanahan and McDaniels and all those people helping out in Atlanta, but still what he did as the head coach was, you know, good, good. And so Dan Quinn going to Washington, at least a good hire, not necessarily sure if it's going to last long. Again, this is a tough job to take over. Um, And as Anthony points out, this is the job for his last chance. And he was even the last candidate here. So it's off to a rough start, but it's just, mm. I, I don't I, I don't know if I would take it if I'm him, but I do think he's a good coach. Do think he got a good coordinator brought in? Uh so it should hopefully be at least okay. But there's just so many issues on the commanders here. I mean they traded away all their defensive stars, they don't have a quarterback. Uh, at least I don't think Sam Howell was the long-term answer and neither was Jacoby Brissett. So that's just going to be something. Of course, they have the draft pick that they'll address it there, but still uh, it, it's going to be interesting to watch. And I think it's going to take some time here. And I'm just not sure if Dan Quinn on his second stint is going to be given enough time. And they've already come out and now said that Eric B. is, of course, not returning to the staff with Cliff Kingsbury. So then you have to wonder what happens with him as well. So it's kind of a big mess, kind of a big mess, but either way, We're going to watch it. We're going to watch it on television next year. And the Commanders, at the very least, will be a fine football team uh, and fired up with the Brotherhood. And Cliff Kingsbury is going to be chucking the ball, all that stuff. But the big story I wanted to talk about was yesterday's press conference with Raheem Morris, first time speaking to the media after being hired as the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. And ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get excited about this Falcons team again. It really really is you could just tell you could feel it just the way he's commanding himself in the interview the way he's answering questions the way he's dressed the confidence that he's oozing i mean it was just a wonderful press conference from raheem morris and so many things to unpack here but the big thing is what makes this falcons team special raheem morris he said that's easy one drake london two Bijan robinson And then just kind of went on talking about how much talent and tools and weapons are on this Falcons team that he's excited to teach and put in the right places and get the Falcons being the Falcons that they should be. It is incredible. It's just incredible to hear a competent head coach again in Atlanta with those weapons. He goes on to say just how comfortable he feels. It feels like coming home. It's the greatest feeling in the world. I mean, you could just tell that Ricky Morris is fired up to coach this Atlanta Falcons team and you can tell that it's going to be a success story. I know when it was announced that kind of like Dan Quinn, I just said I was whelmed. I think it's a good hire. I want to see the coordinator. Yada yada yada. I love the 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 coordinator hire, the QB coach out of Los Angeles. I think that's a really good position and I think that Raheem Morris is just going to do a really really good job as a head coach of this football team. You hear him just talk about what Bijan Robinson and Drake London can do. That just already shows that he's a step ahead of arthur smith actually trying to think about how he could use his actual weapons it's going to be good next year Uh, as anthony here points out in the chat he didn't mention the qb room at all that's because we know that they're going to address that quarterback situation uh this offseason whether it be in the draft or free agency or a trade whatever it's going to be there's going to be an upgraded quarterback here and he's just excited to fire up the rest of the players so that's actually a, a, a good segue we, we now know he's competent, right? We know he's confident. We know that he's going to be a good coach. I think you can already tell by that interview, by that press conference, dude is fired up. But what are they going to do about the quarterback situation? And if you listen to any sports radio here in Atlanta, that is really all they're talking about. And every single pundit has their own answer. For me, you guys already know, I'm still manifesting and just making sure and hoping and whatever else you want to phrase it, that Justin Fields is the next quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons, I think it makes a ton of sense. If you tuned into Friday's episode of The Wake and Take, you were treated to Seth DeWald breaking down why Caleb Williams will be the Chicago Bears' new quarterback. And I kind of tend to agree The things are kind of aligning there. And I think that this coaching staff is ready to move on from Justin Fields, especially since there's no turnover. And I think the team is ready in general. So I think the Falcons are the perfect team to take a chance on a guy like Fields He's from Georgia, and he's extremely talented, and he's going to be fairly cheap. I think you could probably get this guy for a second, third round pick at the at the at the worst, uh, and 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 it's just going to be beautiful. That's what I think. But lots of rumors are going around. Uh, a lot of ninety two nine the game analysts think that it's going to be Russell Wilson. Some still think it's going to be Kirk Cousins. If you've tuned into this show at all, you know that I still believe Kirk Cousins is staying in Minnesota. Russell Wilson is a question mark. I think that that's possible. It does seem like that guy is leaving Denver at this point. But I'm not sure if Atlanta is the market that he wants to be in with his wife. I think that they they probably want something a little bit different. But I don't know. They would fit in. They would fit in here in Atlanta. So that's definitely a possibility. But you know, it. it's Atlanta. It's Justin Fields. We're going for Justin Fields in Atlanta. Makes too much sense. And it would just be too much fun. So that's what we're going with here on The Wake and Take. We're fired up about Raheem Morris. We're fired up about B. Robinson. We're fired up about Drake London. And we're not worried about Kyle Pitts. We're not worried about Kyle Pitts at all. I don't care that Raheem Morris didn't say Kyle Pitts' name. It's all right. It's fine. It doesn't matter. It's fine. 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 We'll move on. Rex Burkhead retired. And if you hear that sentence, you might be a bit shocked. I was shocked for sure. Uh, I, I I was extremely shocked uh, that that Rex Burkhead retired, uh, mainly due to the fact he didn't play football last year. Uh, he was not uh, playing. Uh, he hasn't played in a football game since 2022. But uh, he announced his retirement yesterday. Again, uh, I, I, I I I thought he was retired. Uh, but either way, just kind of want to give a little a little clap to Rex Burkhead. Ten seasons in the league, 3,000 plus yards. 26 touchdowns, a Super Bowl win. I mean, a great career from Rex Burkhead. Helped a lot of our fantasy football teams when he was the Patriots running back that Super Bowl year. Uh, And even, you know, helped down the stretch in 2022 when he randomly became a playoff help uh, on the Texans. And just random other seasons and games that he was good for fantasy football. So just, again, got to give the little applause sound effect for a solid career for Rex Burkhead. Good stuff, Rex. Good stuff, Rex good stuff. Uh and that's really I mean that's all I've got for news. Not a lot of news. As you guys know, the Super Bowl week is very very slow for news. Uh uh but but we'll talk a bit about the Pro Bowl that happened this weekend. I just wanted to kind of shout it out. This was a fun Pro Bowl experience this weekend. A lot of the mini games were carefully crafted and fun to watch. The kick-tack-toe was awesome. The accuracy challenge, that was kind of good to see again. There, there's always been iterations of that, but that was nice. Even the little center drill where they were snapping it through the holes was fun. I will add that drill in particular, that should have specifically been long snappers. Centers aren't, snapping that far. Uh, they're not used to it. So they, of course, didn't do well. Uh, but still, that was that was fun to watch. All the drills were cool. The game was extremely exciting. There was touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. I know it's flag football, but still, hey, we got some excitement. It was fine. I know people love to shit on the Pro Bowl, but I thought it was kind of enjoyable and just wanted to give a little, a little another clap, right? Just, you know, the Pro Bowl was kind of fun this year, especially those mini games. I would love to see them kind of, do a lot more mini games, hype them up a bit more, maybe make just a longer day out of it or something. Uh, but they were, they were cool. They did a good job on it this year. Shout out Pro Bowl. Let's talk a bit about the Super Bowl as well. And we'll probably end every show this week talking just a little bit about what's going on in Las Vegas. Right now, of course, we are boots on the ground. So go sh- go follow Dario and on and on Twitter at Dario Offseen at Nanduri NFL. They are boots on the ground currently. Kelly Singh at Kelly and Phoenix on Twitter will be meeting them shortly. I think that's either uh, today or tomorrow that they'll be catching up. But either way, player profiler is boots on the ground right now in Las Vegas. So go follow their individual accounts and go follow our social media for some coverage during the week. Been kind of looking around, Uh, as you know, in Las Vegas, the teams are already there. So there's some stories developing here. Just a couple things going on this week so far that I thought were worth noting. One yesterday, Kadarius Toney got interviewed, uh, and he called himself the best wide receiver in the league when the ball is in his hands. I'm a Kadarius Toney defender, but that's far from the truth. I know that he's confident and everything, and I know he is extremely electric when he's healthy and has the ball in his hands, but he's not the best. That's Debo Samuel. We all know it. Ah, uh, just kind of interesting to hear him say that. I thought you guys would get a kick out of him saying, calling himself the best wide receiver in the league with the ball in his hands. I still love Kadarius Tony. I, I, I just you know, uh, his rookie season. I, I just got enveloped in him. I, I like it. I and I can't get off Kadarius Tony. It is what it is. But he's far from the best wide receiver in the league when it's in his hands. Shout out Niner Gang for that. You know he can't catch it so if he gets a screen and gets a couple jukes it's all right i guess (laughs) the next thing uh vegas is nervous vegas is nervous somehow uh an odds maker was asked what their biggest liability was this week and he said sam darnold 300 to 1 super bowl mvp odds He said that that is very nerve wracking to him, that that could change in an instant that anyone that took these 300 to one Super Bowl MVP odds are a huge liability to him as an odds maker and his Vegas friends. So basically what I'm hearing him say is please, please, please bet on Sam Darnold to be the Super Bowl MVP uh, because we want your free money. Uh, But it would be kind of funny if, uh, you know, Sam Darnold ends up somehow becoming the MVP, although I'm not sure what that would mean for Brock Purdy. So maybe that wouldn't be funny. But hey, you know, Anthony says I might splash that at 300. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, it's a quarterback, right? Who knows what could happen? Throw five bucks on Sam Darnold to be the Super Bowl MVP. That would be what? uh, 1500 bucks. Is that right? 300 to one. So hey, I think that would be pretty solid. Uh, So, so maybe a fun one, uh, my way can take audience and friends if you'd like to do that. Uh, Next, the 49ers, they were complaining about the practice field. Uh, They said it was a bit hard or a soft. I don't even, either way, the field wasn't the right conditions for them, their practice field. Um, However, Shanahan did come into an interview last night after the complaints and say that whatever, we're just going to work through it. It's fine. I think that, you know, Again, it's a slow news week. We're just going to hear random things like that. So that's kind of the big stories that I've heard from yesterday. I'm sure every single day we'll have something new developing uh, around the Super Bowl. Super excited to get to break it down this week. Super excited for the Super Bowl in general. And I know Niner gang down here in the chat is probably just Probably called out a week out of work this week, to be honest. Just just waiting, watching all the ESPN, all the NFL network just soaking in the 49ers stuff. It's a fun week for, for the fans. Uh, it's it's gonna be a good game. And while I'm here, we've still got a few minutes to burn. Podfather will be joining me on Friday. So make sure you go ahead and clear your calendars. It will be me and the Podfather on Friday's episode breaking down the Super Bowl. you will probably ask me some stuff about the Senior Bowl as well, but that's going to be an awesome episode, so make sure you tune into that. Go ahead and clear out your calendars for Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern for me and the Podfather, breaking down the Super Bowl. And, yeah, let's see if there are any questions before I get you guys out of here today. Let's see. I know I saw a question about what was Raheem Morris's position before uh, I, or, uh, I guess coaching position before he was on the Rams. I want to say he did like, he was the passing game coordinator for the Falcons and the wide receivers coach, and then the assistant head coach, and then he became the interim head coach. So, I mean, he's done a lot of things, especially on the Falcons organization, uh, which, you know, is part of what made him feel so comfortable coming back to Atlanta and probably why he ended up being the guy that they hired, uh, as well as of course, having, you know, the connection to the McVay coaching tree that everyone wants to chase right now. So uh, that, that's kind of where that's at. Um, and yeah, <laughs> Rubia says, clear out an hour and a half. Right. <laughs> true, true. No questions over here on Instagram. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in. As always, this is another fun episode of The Wake Can Take. Hopefully we have some more news to break down on tomorrow's episode. But if we don't, I'll find something fun for to talk about with you guys. You have a terrific Tuesday and a wonderful rest of your week. Peace.